going in your church and gather yourselves. It's good, good Sunday. So, trying to turn the sound down a little bit. Uh, just watching a little sermon on YouTube. Um, going to do a separate podcast because we have the solar eclipse in Aries on the 20th, um, which is about four days from now. And I want to kind of look at that, the aspects. Um, and see what's going on with America specifically. And also, going to do a little bit for the collective. I am going to do a, a separate podcast about the latest news. Because there's a lot going on, honey. There's a lot. Sometimes I wonder. Even though I know the answer, I still wonder. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> is reality real? Are these people real? I was watching a video. And a person was staring at the camera. And I couldn't even focus on what was being said. Because, first of all, they weren't blinking. That, and I thought that was strange. And then secondly, I didn't see no pupil in the person's eyes. And that's something I'm supposed to Google. Don't all human beings have pupils? I mean, even in movies when we see aliens, we see aliens have pupils. Old Buddy didn't have no pupils. And his eyes was black. Just all black. Strange. But a lot going on in the news, you know. So I'm going to do a separate podcast about that. So this podcast, I'm going to title it The Life of a Christian. Because I had a very interesting interaction with someone online. Um, so someone had posted something about the book of Ob- Obadiah. And it was on my spirit to read the book of Obadiah. Because I feel... In my spirit, there is a prophetic word in that book for America. But I hadn't read it yet. So the person had posted about Obadiah. I said, thank you for sharing. And a Christian comments, repent. Maybe she didn't have a coffee or her tea or a cup of water. Maybe she didn't have her breakfast. Not sure how she get to repent. I'm thinking uh, I have an idea of where it came from. But here's the thing. I have a bone to pick with Christians, especially the baby boomer Christians. I already have a thing with baby boomers anyway. And it seems like a lot of people don't like baby boomers. But I will always have time 
for baby boomers. I will always have time for the Christian baby boomers. And my reason for that is because somewhere along the line in their walk with God, they knew that things wasn't adding up. There was pieces missing. It wasn't making sense. And whether they got their information on their own or they didn't, they still knew something. They still knew that it was more to the story. They still knew that it was more to God. They still knew that it was more to life and they kept quiet. And they were abused into wanting God and they thought it was the right thing to do to abuse other people into wanting God. And if it wasn't abuse, they tried to use fear. And there's many people that go to the church that have natural spiritual gifts. And the first thing out their mouths is, that's not God. That's the devil. And it don't be. And even when they come to the realization that it had nothing to do with the devil, it really is God, they still kept quiet. They didn't apologize. They didn't acknowledge anything. They just kept it pushing. I have an issue with certain congregations and what they do to children. I will always have time for them. I have an issue with the ones that know that their mental health is in decline. And they hurt innocent people. Have a lot. And I'm choosing my words carefully. But I have a lot towards boomer Christians. So when the I mean, I could talk about a lot of things that go on in the church, too, like how they click up and how certain people are the pastor's favorite because of their annual salary. This person sleeping with that person, you know. I'm not talking about the overall thing. I'm really focused on the individual. And a lot of pedophilia that happens. And when they make a mistake, they don't acknowledge that they make a mistake. And I don't like that they're so prideful that they can't apologize. I don't like that at all. It's my own little pet peeve. So I got a lot towards them. Got a lot. I could go on. Got a lot though. So I said to the Christian, you know, you Christians are emotionally violent. 
And psychics do a better job at showing agape love than y'all do. And y'all are the reason why a lot of people leave the church and some will never go to a church. Because they are. To tell someone repent and you don't know what they're going through, you don't even know the person, that's abusive. Because that's like telling the person they're wrong. And you didn't even ask what the person is wrong about. You just out of a clear blue online telling people to repent. How many people did she leave with a bad taste in a mouth about Yeshua because of her actions? Because of her approach? Now, it may not have dawned on her to care about Jesus' heart, but it certainly dawns on me. I care about God's heart. I care about Jesus' heart. I care about the Holy Spirit heart. I care. So I said to her, like, you, you don't know me. Like, I could have had a dog all my life and it died. That's, that's a heartbreak. I could have gotten out of a relationship with a narcissistic person. I could be confused and stressed and sad and all kind of emotions going on. And here you come, repent. So it's my fault my, my or, you know, Rover died. Rover was old, so it's my fault Rover died. It's my fault that other people are narcissistic. What if I was one of the people in Florida who just went through a flood and I lost everything and my car? You would have told me it's my fault that the flooding happened and I lost everything and my car and I should repent. Can you imagine how that would make somebody feel? You don't know anything. And then she just said repent and had every intentions on keeping it pushing. So you don't want to talk to me about what's on my heart. You don't want to talk to me in a DM. You don't want to. So you want me to repent. Do you want to lead me to repentance and talk to me? <coughs> Excuse me. Offline. So you're just going to leave me to figure out what repentance is or how to repent what if I knew absolutely positively nothing at all about salvation about repentance about Jesus about God what if I knew nothing at all you're just going to leave me to figure it out after you told me what to do it's like the people I say wake up well you keep saying wake up but where's the instructions on what to do So the lady responds and she tells me uh, something to the effect that I don't, I personally don't like the word repent. I'm a victim. And I said to her, I never 
implied victimhood. Like, I wasn't concerned for myself about what she was saying. I was thinking about how many people did she do that to? How many people turned their backs on Jesus because of her? Because when it comes to me and Jesus, we, we tight. We good. When it comes to God, when it comes to the Holy Spirit, we tight, we good. Nobody's opinion is going to shake that. Nobody's assumptions is going to shake that. I don't. I remember God told me, he showed me a vision. He gave me a vision, an open vision. And it was a tall palm tree and it was a nest in the palm tree. And it was a big old flamingo bird, grown, just grown. And God said to me, leave the nest. In other words, I've been sitting up under him so long just absorbing all the spiritual food and it was time for me to get from up under him. And I sat and I thought about that thing for a minute like, leave your presence. Nope. Mm -mm. When you move, I move. Just like that. Mm -mm. God didn't fuss with me about it. I stayed there too, right, right in his presence. I stayed there. I still ain't go nowhere. <laughs> but that's just me. Eventually, I'll get out of the nest. That's just me. But how do you do that, though? How do you? And so I told her, if she's supposed to be evangelizing, that was vile at best. And she failed. She said, she responded, she said, I did not fail at all. Yes, you did. Because part of repentance is to return back to your first love. And you're not helping me. You're telling me what to do, but you're not helping me get there. And you think that's the right thing to do? And I said to her, when, when Jesus was talking to the people, he led with love. Not fear, not repentance. Love. He preached the kingdom of heaven. He wasn't running around Bethlehem, repent, repent. Repent. He he's he taught repentance in a particular season. And you want to know when that season is? On the calendar? The month of September. Every single year the month of September is the season of repentance. Anything outside of that you you would be out of order? Unless you had explicit instructions from Jesus to do so. And I said that to her. You're out of order. You're out of season. Unless you have explicit instructions. <clears throat> to minister repentance. You're out of order. A woman called me. What she called me? Wait a minute, Shaw. 
judgmental and arrogant. I didn't pay that no mind. That wasn't my concern. The opinions was not my concern. But I was glad to know that she knew I was right, though. So I said to her, so from Genesis to Revelation, the only thing you could think of was repent. Is that what you say to me? Get the plank out of your own eye. That's what you told me. Get the plank from out of my own eye. That's the best scripture you could think of. So I said that, miss. My concern is how you're showing up for Jesus. Because if you're supposed to be the face of God as a Christian, you stink. You are a stench right now in this moment to the nostrils of God. You stink. Now, I don't expect anybody to be perfect. That's humanly impossible. But if you are supposed to be evangelizing to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and you're leading with repentance instead of agape love, there's a problem. There's a problem. There's a problem. You don't want to tell me Jesus loves me? You don't want to tell me Jesus want a relationship with me? You don't want to tell me pray? Seek Jesus? You don't want to tell me Jesus laid down his life on Calvary? To reconcile me back to him? You don't want to tell me Jesus paid it all on the cross? You don't want to tell me none of that? You don't want to invite me to your church? Talk to your pastor? Because you clearly don't want to talk to me offline. And you clearly don't want to talk to me in the DM. You don't want to invite me to your church, but you, you just repent and just keep it pushing. And you think that's right? Do you think that looks right to Jesus? How do you think that would make Jesus feel? You going around just, just chastising the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And this is why I say psychics do a better job with showing agape love than Christians.
Because the psychic would have talked to me. The psychic would have made me feel welcome. They'd have made me feel loved. They'd have invited me. They'd have made me feel better. They would have encouraged my heart. They would have stuck together. Everybody would have helped me out. But not the Christians. You want to tussle and fight and beat up on people. That's abuse. Chastisement is abuse. Running around screaming revent, uh, repent, excuse me, is abuse. Ain't love gentle and kind and patient? But that's that's not what you wanted to do. So you 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 mirroring your pastor at your church. So you mean that your pastor is abusive and passive aggressive? You repeating what your pastor said? Did you pick up the Bible for yourself and read it? Or are you waiting for uh, the pastor to teach you something? When was the last time you brought food for a homeless person? When was the last time you taught a child something about Jesus? When was the last time you helped an elderly person? When was the last time you spent an hour in prayer? When was the last time you fasted? When was the last time you had a conversation with Jesus? Not prayer, but conversation. When was the last time that you just sit and listen without running off at your mouth? When was the last time you spent time with your God? So the woman told me I was judging her. No, I want you to see the error of your ways so that you can figure out how can you do better next time. It's not to condemn, it's not to judge, but for you to see the own error, the error of your own ways and figure out how you can improve if you want to represent Jesus. When I stand next to a Christian, I want to be able to feel, discern that there's nothing but Jesus just oozing off of you. When you open up your mouth and we're talking about flowers, I need to hear Jesus coming out of your mouth. The sound should sound like Jesus. If that's what you're going to do, you want to be a Christian. Now, I love the Christians. I need the Christians. I'm not Christian. I say that all the time. I'm not Christian. I definitely believe in God the Father, Christ the Son, and the Holy Spirit all day. Every day. And I will always tell people to put God first. But you can't be coming online... She told me, keep Jesus' name 
out my mouth. <laughs> Refusing to take accountability. Refusing to admit anything. But I can discern from her responses that she knew I was right. Not only was I right, but it made her say, ouch. And hopefully that ouch will be enough for her to figure out how can she do better? How can she show up better online? And how can she show up better in person? Because the love walk is vile. That's vile. Abuse will always be vile in my book. I don't care what type of abuse it is. Verbal abuse, spiritual abuse, financial abuse, I don't care. Physical abuse, I don't care. It's all vile. You focusing on repentance, you got a whole bunch of different wars getting ready to happen. You should be in preparation. When was the last time you prayed for what was on God's heart? Do you even know what's on God's heart? Ouch. If it hurt, just say ouch. Don't go evangelizing if you don't know how to evangelize. You need to know how to evangelize. It is in that Bible. Because I personally wouldn't listen to too much of what a pastor would say. That's just me. Because they'll tell you, bring your friends and your family into the church. But their friends and their family ain't in there. Wonder why. Hmm. If I had a family member that owned a church, I'll, I'll be there. Not every Sunday, but I'll be there. I wouldn't be a member, but I'd be there. Hmm. If I owned a church, my own friends and family would be there. <laughs> They would be there because they would say, what is God saying? What is God saying? What he doing? What's the prayer? I like when she pray. She pray the house down. Oh, my God, to get them demons. She going to tear them on up. Child. <coughs> so, I made my point with the woman. I saw I just simply, I was done. I was done with her. But my main thing, again, was I wasn't concerned with myself. There's nothing anybody could say to me that would get me to not love the Holy Trinity. Like, that's not going to happen. 
And I've learned not to care about other people's opinion because when if you don't like a person, if you don't trust a person, why would you care about their opinion? So if I don't know you, I don't have a reason to like you, dislike you, or trust you. So I'm not going to care about your opinion. And if I did know the person and they had an opinion, I'm going to think about whether I trust them or not. Because if I don't trust them, I'm not going to believe their opinion. I'm not going to care about them. Their opinion will not hurt me. But my thing with her, specifically, not for myself, but for somebody that could have been hurting. And she approached them like that. And left a bad taste about Jesus in their mouth. Because of her. So I told the lady, I said, it's Sunday, sis. You pray for me. Okay, pray for me. Pray for me. And don't be online bullying complete strangers. Because you never know who you're talking to. You never know who you're doing things to. What if I was some type of bruja? You know what I'm saying? I went to took a... Never mind. I'm not going to give no ideas. <laughs> I'm just saying. What if I was a bruja? If I'm even saying that right. What if I, uh, I, I, you know, did things with my spiritual gifts that I really shouldn't be doing? Keep messing with strangers. Leave strangers alone. A debate is a debate. But fighting with people. And people have their ways of getting other people's addresses. They show up at your door. And you don't think nothing of it. You think you're getting away. Because it's online. Everybody ain't like that. Some people is really about that life. And what if I was one of those people? That showed up at her door. Give me a hug, sister. That will freak her out. <laughs> so pray for me, sister. It's Sunday. I know you Christians go to church. This is y'all day. You know? Pray for me. Big sis told me no. <laughs> and I was like, <gasps> no, you can't say no to me. <gasps> Did you just say no? What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? Big sis told me she wasn't going to pray for me. She told me I persecuted her. I didn't persecute you. Your conscience. Matter of fact, Jesus persecuted you. Because you've been going around doing stuff to his children for a while. Mm-hmm. Been messing with his kids for a while. With the, the, the house of Israel. We've just been messing with them for a while. <coughs> he just used me to poke your little heart. Good. Figure out 
how to do it better. So there's a whole lot of topics she could have picked from Genesis to Revelation. A whole lot of topics. But you want to you wanna tell somebody repent. Not me. Not, not me, the licensed and ordained reverend. Not me. When I told her I was a licensed and ordained reverend. And she said, your title means nothing. But I said that to let her know, you don't need to tell me about repentance. You don't need to tell me about repentance. So she told me no. She's not praying for me. <laughs> told me I was judgmental and arrogant. And I persecuted her. And, and to keep Jesus' name out my mouth. So she said, keep Jesus' name like a thug. Keep my name out your, out, out your mouth like you in high school, you're a thug. Keep my name out your mouth. Not M-O-U-T-H, but M-O-U-F. Yeah, well, stop bullying complete strangers online. And represent Jesus better than that. Because you suck. It's tired and tacky. You suck and you stink because you smell like America. You smell like Babylon. You stink. Well, she ended up blocking me. I know I messed up her whole day. You know, her, well, her guilty conscience. I messed up her whole day. Her Sunday dinner ain't even going to turn out right. She's a guilty conscience. She's going to think about that for a little minute. And the eclipse is coming up, too. Well, She's going to be in a bad mood. But I'm right, though. So maybe she'll go and repent. I thank you guys for spending about 35 minutes with me. I definitely wanted to tell that story just to say that I care about the heart of Jesus. And when people want to represent him, I don't want them to feel condemned or bad or anything like that. I want them to think of ways to where they can do things just a little bit better. Because if you're a better you today than you were yesterday, you're doing a bang-up job. You're doing a bang-up job. I don't profess to know everything for me, that's impossible. I, I walk into the kitchen and forget what I'm gonna what I went into the kitchen for, so I'm not gonna say <laughs> I know everything I don't. But what I do know 
is my own personal experience with God, with Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And I have just a very basic, general, 101 idea of the expectation of having a relationship with them. And if I can share what I do with somebody else to be an encouragement to somebody else, I'm more than happy to share it. I don't want anyone to leave other people with a bad taste in their mouth about Jesus or to cause somebody to turn away from Jesus because of their attitude and their approach. I believe if a person is having a bad day, to just stay away from people. You never know what a person is going through, what they're experiencing, where they've come from. You don't know what type of of mental bandwidth that they have. You don't know what type of emotional state that they are in unless you ask. So just don't abuse people because you're having a bad day or you're angry or frustrated about something. Um, Innocent people are not emotional punching bags at all. And don't be too prideful to apologize, admit, or acknowledge anything. And I say that because you have a hard time getting into paradise with pride on your heart. And the more you relinquish your own pride, the more your spiritual gifts will flourish. So you have to self-reflect a lot and make sure that your pride is in the right places. Like take pride in how you carry yourself, how you take care of yourself. Take pride in how you take care of your home. Take pride in your parenting skills. Take pride in how you treat your significant others. Take pride in um, how you treat your friends and your family, your neighbors, a stranger. There's something that I learned recently from God when it comes to Canada. So I remember doing a podcast um, about Canada because of the dream that God gave me about Canada. And something that God said about Canada is that he once called Canada the Church of Philadelphia. And he said he liked Canada because when people visited Canada or they moved to Canada, they were very welcoming, very, very welcoming and hospitable to people. Now they're not that way. But what I took from that is to be more welcoming and hospitable to other people. So I'm still improving on the way that I treat people 
while maintaining my own healthy boundaries with people. So I'm learning. I'm, I think I'll always learn. Even on the day that I take my last breath, I'll still learn because I don't know fully what it's like on the other side. I don't know. So I'll be learning something new even then. So I don't, I don't want anybody to think that I'm perfect. Certainly not arrogant. Uh, and I'm certainly not judgmental. Those are not something, you know, it's just not something that's in my heart. But I will make people think. I will make people look in the mirror. I will make people grow up. I will make people take accountability. I will make people improve. I will. And I will never be unapologetic about wanting to see people do better than what I did and to go further in life than what I did. I'll never be apologetic about that. So anyhow, I'm going to continue to try to watch some sermons on YouTube. I'll probably end up taking like a morning nap. And then figure out what I'm going to have for my dinner. I really want some turkey wings with some gravy and onions and some rice and some type of vegetable on the side. But when I went to the supermarket, they didn't have any turkey wings. So I'm like, I I need a whole nother plan for my dinner. (laughs) Don't forget to press the follow button so that every time I do a podcast, you can and will be notified. You can also find me on TikTok, YouTube, Pinterest, if you have Pinterest, and my blog, all the same name, The T-H-E Caribbean Astrologer. Until next time, you guys, shalom.